Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. To the funniest thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That's correct. I'm Daryl. And I'm Deb. No, 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 no. I'm Ed. I'm Ed. Sorry. Uh, Indy over here at Chobo Studios threw me off with this whiteboard. He's always throwing us a curveball. Oh, what's wrong? I didn't... didn't well, over your shoulder, it says funniest thing oh, with Cheryl and Cheryl Deb. Cheryl and Deb. I thought there were different clients this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a busy man. I understand. What were we saying? That. Each week. We share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And we're recording live yes. from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Yes. He's drinking from his Yeti today, folks. Uh, We have a great show for you called Make All Things New with Sammy Smith. Statement, behold, I make all things new, implies that we have the power within to transform any situation for the better. Yep. This bold affirmative exclamation snaps us out of a complacent negative state and opens our minds to inspiration. The instant we catch ourselves terrorizing ourselves with criticism, or condemning any person, place, or thing, and then we switch to blessing, we're always thrilled at how our circumstances begin to improve at once. On this episode, Daryl and Ed highlight the powerful tool of affirmative prayer to indeed make all things new. And during the second segment, soulful Sammy Smith out of Florida, not too far from Orlando, motivates us to accentuate the positive with today's reading. From Joyce Kramer, who he has worked closely with and has been given, we've been getting a great email, uh, inspiring email each day. And yes. Day, I think, it, is the reading still choose? Yes, it's very good. Okay, great. I'm keeping it under wraps so the viewers stay tuned in to the, to the time Sammy gets here. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, I want to tell everyone, we haven't mentioned this in a minute. I don't think last time we mentioned it, but how, let everyone know what it means to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Yeah, because we're really a public service ministry. That's right. And um, we encourage everyone to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. There's The great news is there's no dues or fees. That's right. And we're a bunch of uh, truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. Mm -hmm. It's true. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. 
and we motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as a result of living lovingly and expectantly. Wow. You know, you reminded me of once we sang a song by um, our one of our favorite Hollywood Hills gurus these days. I believe he's in the Hollywood Hills, Ringo Starr. He Beverly said, Hills. He oh, lives. he's in Beverly Hills. Thank you. And he said, um, well, the original lyrics that yeah. we uncovered said, Yes! We don't have to sing the blues. No, we don't have to pay our dues. We don't have to sing, sing the blues. Because with God, it all comes easy. Yes, yeah, so a lot that, of wait, us. Can that be our three breaths? Because that's perfect for. Let's get right into it. Renew. Let's take a breath. For behold, and I make all things. Uh, what is it? Pay our dues first, right? We don't have to pay it. Sing the blues. We okay. Sing yeah. the blues first, right? Yeah. Okay. I love this impromptu stuff. One more breath to clear my old noggin. I've been in that district all week. Good God. Ah. We don't have to pay our. Shoot. What is it? Sing the blues. We okay. don't have to. Sing. Here we go. Okay. We don't have to sing the blues. We don't have to pay our dues. Because with God it all comes easy. We don't have to sing the blues. We don't have to pay our dues. Because with God it all comes easy. Yeah. You can we put don't a, have to sing the <laughs> pay our dues. We, we don't want to sing the blues. Because <laughs> with God it all comes easy. Yeah. Man, I swear, the this show is perfect about making all things new because my mind needs to be made new because I picked up some of this debris from working in that in my the environment and the way it triggers me, um, old old beliefs that I have to do things. You know, I have to work hard to get things done. That I'm in trouble because someone else is having a bad day and they're uh. blaming me for something. You know, and it's like. I, in the past, I used to really internalize these things and take them on. And so today, like when we were on, the, I was driving over the hill uh, because I was running a little bit behind you since you were up since 3 a.m. Um, I was very excited. Hour, I was excited for our uh, show today. I know. But uh, the readings you were reading were really ministering to my own mind because my own, it's so important to realize no matter what the con outer condition is, it starts with renewing my mind because yes. my mind is the thing that is generating these outer conditions. And it can be so hard. To Sometimes it can be a challenge to, buy, to believe that when I've been thinking something for a really long time, right? That has been really rooted into what I consider reality. It almost feels scary to let it go, but the, the irony is that the, the fear is... The belief is the fear, you know, and letting go of it. You think it would be so obvious. I'm just going to let this go. I want to feel good again. But sometimes when I've been thinking something so long, I forget that it's actually my natural state yes. to feel good. And then I started believing that it was my natural state to be like in fear and under stress. And so this show about making all things new and the fact that we can renew our mind and transform our entire situation, doesn't matter how old you are, what the financial situation, what the health situation. 
It, none of that matters when we recognize that there's principle at play and when we renew our mind, we can reset the whole thing to come back to who we really have always been and who we truly are and just be born anew. Yes. Just yesterday morning, I wrote a note to myself, a question. Am I, am I hiding and allowing my fears to control me? Mm. And that keeps me from falling into that. But it also makes me hyper aware throughout my day in a good sense of when I'm starting. You know what I mean? To shrink I a little. And you I go, oh, yeah. I don't want to do that. And I'm going to just read. Well, let me say you hit the nail on the head right there for me because I realized before I was doing inspiring things like this show, talking to people like you. I didn't have friends that we already spoke about these principles and like really boosted ourselves. I used to spend a lot of time hiding from these fears that were in, that get really, you know, get really loud in my head. And I, I was thanking God that I had this show to do today because then I could just put one foot in front of the other. I knew it's like, if I get to the show and I get, you know, walk out into the light, like Emmett Fox, open the blinds, let the light in that I'm going to feel like a million bucks afterwards. Oh, my God. Two things you remind me of. One, if you didn't listen to last week's episode. Oh, man. Do you remember the title? I know it was Lisa Schmidt. Um, what was it about? No, it was really good. That's like, love the one you're with? Or love, love the, the one, one you're with. with. And you are the one you are with from the and beginning to the end. In the description, we talked about how okay. we're going to go on a fast from critical Think from crit criticism mm. and feast on praise or feast on affirmative ideas. Mm -hmm. And I wrote just the day before yesterday, I wrote, today I mentally feast on praise, self-praise, and I'm aware of how it improves my circumstances. Because it's very easy for me, after learning about this for so long, I've gotten, it's gotten very easy, the habit of being pra praising others, right. praising conditions. But I go, wait a minute. What if, how, many, how often do I really say, Daryl, you're doing a great job. Wow, Daryl, that was really amazing. Wow, you did a lot today. Right. Hardly ever. I hear you. But when we do do it, and I suggest you try it, you're going to be amazed, like I was that day, and I'm glad I'm rereading it again to continue. You're going to be amazed at how circumstances, and I know for a fact, on that day went incredibly smooth for me. I had, just to, right off the bat, I had an early appointment uh, at the VA for ear, nose, and throat. Never been to this specialist before thought i know that place like the back of my hand and i did what ed was mentioning last week about don't make yourself feel pressure because of time mm. and if i had any little inkling of because of traffic at that time in the morning i know i'm gonna be there perfect timing yes in a perfect way I I got there um, with time to find the office and still check in. I pull up, car gets parked, I walk in, and then I can't find this office mm. anywhere. And I said, okay, look, this, I'll have to ask someone. I asked someone, and my mind started to get feast on fear. It started going, ah, oh, no, 
we're going to be late. And I go, no, Daryl, it's all going to work out. And when we do this, you're doing good. Everything's going great. And as I'm doing that, I'm meeting joyful people. And because I'm praising myself, I don't feel intimidated about asking anyone, do you know where this office is? Everyone was super nice, guided me over there. I get in, and I was prepared for sitting in the waiting room. And unfortunately, a lot in the past, in the waiting room, they'll play, you know, a news channel, which is like, (laughs) it's the death for a hospital waiting room, is the news channel. So um, I get there, no news channel, folks. Wow. There's three people in the waiting room. I check in, let the guy know I'm going to use the restroom. I come back, nobody in the waiting room. But I had things to do. Um, So I sat there, I go, I got things to do. I brought some, you know, things I could do on my phone other than looking at social media. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Yeah. So I had like something for the show I wanted to type out. So I'm doing that and I'm engaged. So I'm feeling good. As soon as I started, doctor comes out. Oh, Mr. Fazaro. Yeah. Walk right in. I go in, got to numb your nose. He would pulls out a scope, goes into my head. Mm. You know, there's all this crazy stuff. And he goes, oh, I got to, you can make an appointment. They'll call you for a CT scan, whatever that is, in my sinuses. So I go, great. He goes, well, on the way out, you should drop in and make it today if there's no line. Okay. And instead of going, no, there's probably a line. Right. I went right there. One person in front of me, they left. Boom, I get up, make my appointment. I leave. I'm back in my car. My appo- I got there at 9.35. My appointment was at 9.40. I ended up driving wow. home after all of that, scopes, meeting doctors, nurses, getting lost. At, at 10.20, I was in my car calling wow. Lori going, you're not going to believe it. And the remainder of that day, it was like all the concerns I had uh, the contractors, you know, with the fence and all that. I had those major concerns. Dude, these guys were there. They were already doing all the things I was concerned about. Right. Like thought I might have to mention. Right. They were handling. Like Beautiful. it was, but it all stuck and it was, it was magical, but it wasn't magical. And this was a, a perfect example of being aware of how, not just condemning and criticizing out there, because that definitely affects it, but being mindful of criticizing and condemning myself and not just being mindful of not doing that, but taking the initiative to do what would seem corny, telling myself, you know, positive praise, Mm -hmm. giving myself positive praise. Like I would tell a friend, I go, holy cow, don't worry, it's all going to work out. I was doing that to myself, but consciously, like, with my name. And if you still think, if you're listening to this, because when I heard this stuff in the beginning, I thought, that's weird. Mm. Saying this, Daryl, you're doing a good job. Right. But listen, folks, we have no problem all day long saying, ah, stupid. Ah, how could I have done that? Oh, man, I can't believe I knew I should have left earlier. So... Why is that okay yeah. and being praising to ourselves seems silly? It's the same thing. 
I agree. So that, once that was brought to my attention early on, I go, oh, yeah, that's crazy for me to think it's silly not to praise myself if mm. I've been condemning myself. Oh, yeah. Why not, why not do something that's beneficial? Yeah, and I would say if, if, if I'm not willing to praise myself first, I'm going to become, my, the praise that I give to others is not going to be nearly as effective because what I'm doing there is just projecting out the praise to them. But if I don't feel worthy of it and receive it first, you know, they say yes. like we got to have it ourselves in order to give it. So when I, when I take the time to be loving to myself, and it's exactly what you're saying, it's, it's, it's because the programming that we're letting go of was so critical for many of us. For me, I can say that like there's a lot of that critical programming coming up that I'm releasing right now. And it's, um, it's amazing just how you get, how, I can get used to that and think that, like you just said, that that's like okay to do. Yeah. And it's actually the it's the worst thing I can do for myself and anyone else is to be criticizing myself. Well, you know, I, I was reading a uh, no, I was listening to Trust Your Vibes, that book uh, by Sonia Shoket, and it's funny I've been listening to it at one point three percent. I to read one point three times faster. I didn't even realize it because we have the Alan Cohen set to that, <laughs> and I like that book at that speed as well. But um, and and along a similar line, like with the spiritual stuff, she said like. When, when, if we're naturally inclined to these like uh, intuitions and, you know, connection to our spirituality, but if we were like raised in an environment where we didn't feel safe or we were judged right. or it wasn't, we often will say like, I had the weirdest feeling or like, I don't know where this came from. But whereas like she's saying like her mom was like very intuitive and like encouraged her to be as well. Yeah. But she's, she was talking about the difference in the wording of saying like, I just had the most amazing idea rather than saying, I just had this weird feeling, almost like being apologetic. Yes. About it. And I'm like, so that's something that I'm, cause I function so much out of this spiritual viewpoint. I can't go back. I never really could, but I really don't even want to go anywhere. And, and you know, in the school, because one of those things she was describing is like working in an environment where they're only going off like the five senses primarily. Yeah. And it's like, they're not even looking at it, tending to look at it through that lens. And I realized a lot of this, the, uh, of these principles, which are, like you said, it's not a miracle. These are yeah. like, like Charles Fillmore would say, it's not a miracle. It's just how things are actually working. It's the law. When yes. you look through the principles that are actually governing yeah. things on a, like, there's a whole nother room inside of us, which is our imagination, this inner voice that like we need to, if we don't know that room exists or that we can get in there and change it, we think that that's just on autopilot and that's just the way it is, right? But the, this metaphysics, this new thought is about going like into a deeper room within ourselves and saying, no, I can change that program. I can change what's coming out of there too. And when I do, that's when we say funniest thing. That's yes. when... When mine, like I didn't mention on the show last week, but I, uh, the, the, my miracle of time this week was told myself, I'm going into heaven today when I was going into work instead of hell. I'm going into heaven today. Some reason. I mean, I had one of these mornings where I was right. had a good momentum. I go, I'm going into heaven today. And I realized, like, one, it's going to bless the job I'm currently working at. But two, it's also preparing me for the next environment yes. that I'll be working in or working with or whatever. And then... I've been making all things new. My my pat. I, I now I walk down the street to get the newspapers instead of jumping in my car and driving and pulling over real quick and grabbing them out of the machine. There's these free papers. We do the puzzles. I bring them for my staff. So I walk down the street. 
And now yes. my walk is going longer. And even though the time was later than what I used to think of as like, right. late, I said, no, it's like, first of all, there's no one waiting for me when I get there. It's not like I'm, I'm going to, even if I was. No, this it's is, not like this is self-imposed nonsense. Yeah, it's I understand, which, so. which, which is what we, what we here at Funniest Thing consider sin as the acronym for. Yeah, self-imposed nonsense. Self-imposed nonsense. And fear is false evidence appearing real, as we yes. heard it said. So I just let go of all of that. I got in my car. I left like 10 minutes later than what I like to think of as like the time to get there on time. I, I'm talking to Kirky on the, uh, on the ride, having a great conversation. I get on the freeway, and you know there's like a convoy of police vehicles and like one truck, uh, like a work truck that has an arrow. They're closing the freeway. I get on the freeway, and that is coming right behind me. So there's no traffic because right behind right. me they're like they're blocking. The yes, there was no one. On this the, always yeah. happens in L.A. I ended up getting to school a yes. few minutes early. Yes, and leaving ten minutes later than usual. And it's all been for me like what you mentioned. I feel like I'm like part of letting go of control is for me is like opening up this the the time to let it yes. flow instead of trying to micromanage it, wondering how it's all going to work. Just like envisioning myself, no, I'm going to let time flow. I'm going to stop micromanaging. Yeah. And like when we let time flow, amazing things do happen. Well, you know, it's crazy. I, when I was fresh and never knew about this stuff and Mike Dugan was turning me on to it, I wanted to believe it was true. Right. Ed and I, though, have encountered people over the time, you know, when we tell some people, you know, are what we do, like someone's, oh, there's traffic, and I go, well, listen, let me tell you what I got to do. I got to just, I put on a positive podcast, right? or I call one of my good friends that I'm not going to go on a long tirade about the traffic. I may vent a little, but then we get into talking about spiritual or positive conversation. Right. blessing instead of cursing. Yes, and what happens is every single time, I see how the circumstances instantaneously correspond to my consciousness. Yeah. It's almost like for no reason at all, traffic opens up. Right. For no reason at all, even if I'm in traffic while I'm listening to the, the book on tape or the podcast or talking to you, I get there early and it makes no sense. Yeah. And, you know, you tell this to me, oh, yeah, well, but you know what? A, I was done. I was done with trying. I don't. I just don't have it in me mm -hmm. to like fight and put and try to overcome. Oh, so I want to believe this. And the great news is, it's a principle. And I, I just want to read this before I forget. Yeah, because we're some great Norman we're speeding Lundy. through. Yeah, yeah. This book is uh, Norman Lundy, and uh, we've been reading. You Unlimited. You Unlimited. An amazing book. The past two episodes. It seems to come circle back to us yes. every once in a while. Just like all the teachers, it seems like the right ones step forward to kind of guide us at the right time. So I'm going to read three things in succession here because it all goes together. So good. And here's the great news, folks. Regardless of how many times you may have misdirected the law in the past, and we're talking about the, the great law, the truth that sets you free, which is life is, is it's reflective. 
You know what I mean? Yes. What we give out, what goes out, we receive. You know? It reflects back to us our consciousness. Yes, our consciousness. So uh, here we go. Regardless of how many times you may have misdirected the law by thinking negatively, cursing a thing instead of blessing it, no matter how many times you have failed or suffered difficulties and anxieties, no matter how many times you have had trouble and misery, it's never too late to start to use the law in a new and better way. Isn't this wonderful? And that's where we go, behold, I make all things new. Yes. The law knows only how to act, how to respond to your thought. You need to learn that every thought is the start of a new causation, a new positive action, which will become manifest in your experience. The wonderful thing is that this new action can transform and transcend any present undesirable condition in your life. Amen. And here's some good news, folks. Oh, this is really good news. God never punishes you. This is the most comforting thing you could possibly learn. God does not punish man. There is nothing outside ourselves that puts obstacles in our pathway. Or as Reverend Ike would say, God doesn't do spite work. Mm. Albert Einstein was one of the great ones who thoroughly understood the law of cause and effect. He said, God may be subtle, but he is never malicious. Yes. And that's from Albert Einstein. And that's good to know when my mind is being malicious and punishing that that is not in alignment with, that's right. with God, which means truth. It means the only place that's happening is inside my brain. And as frustrating as that could be at times, at least that's where the that's the one thing I can do something about, right? And when I do do when I manage to keep using these tools, amazing things happen. That's why my my positive thoughts, my positive attitude, and attitude. What's attitude? It's my approach to life. So yes. my positive attitude brings me closer to God. Yes, that that's okay. It's not just recommended to be positive. It actually brings me closer to a source of power that now I'm working with instead of against. Yeah, because it brings us closer to what's actually going on around us. Instead of some crazy thing I got going in my brain and I'm wreaking all kinds of havoc and hell and, and wondering why other people aren't seeing it because it's only happening really <laughs> yeah. in my brain. And here's the final good news. And it's called The Technique for Self-Renewal. And this is what Norman Lundy suggests. Say to yourself, I will renew myself. I will transform myself by the renewing of my mind. I'm bursting out of the prison of old habits, attitudes, and routines. I let divine intelligence keep the promise to me. Behold, I make all things new. Think what that means. Crazy, folks. I was, I've been reading this book like two pages a night like we were recommend yeah. over the past couple of weeks. And I just read that two nights ago. After we made the show. Behold, I title. make all things new. And I'm going, Ed, this is crazy. Yeah. So listen to this little example he gives. It can be done. Just as my friend Catherine G. did. Not long ago, I met Catherine on the street and had to look twice to be sure it was really my old friend. She looked so radiant, 
so truly transformed that it was amazing. Well, Catherine, I remarked happily, it's obvious you've left your woes behind. You look marvelous. What happened? You know, doctor, I am a new woman. I mean, I truly, literally am. I renewed myself just as you so often told us Paul taught by the renewing of my mind. I renewed my mind and let my mind renew my body and affairs. Yes. That's so good. That's it. And here's the only work. It was work. I had accumulated so much mental junk that all had to be thrown out, one foolishness at a time. Took me quite a while to feel clean all through. You mean you had a real heart cleaning, Catherine? Yes. I did. And I love my beautiful, shiny new world where everything works for my good. And I got one last quote from Leonardo da Vinci. You ready, Ed? I want to hear it. Goes with the show. He said, Oh God, you give us everything. Or sell us everything. He says, oh, God, you sell us everything for the price of effort. And some people mistakenly thought, oh, he must be talking about hard work. But he wasn't. What he was talking about, God sells us everything for the price of the effort it takes to eliminate the negative, accentuate the positive, or also what he said, Overcoming the fear to make a start. Yes. The fear to get started. That's right. Just get started. Take one step, like we on our show say, that's the stepping out boldly. It's not a giant kicking down a door. Right. It's just, okay, I'm just going to get started. Yes. And boom. Bingo. God will give you everything. All right. Patreon contributions. Let's bless the heck out of them. Magnify and multiply the good. Thank you. There's two two of you out there. We appreciate you. You know who you are. Who increased your Patreon contribution this week? What a huge blessing to us and to the show and yes. to Chobo Studios and to everyone who listens. So we want to thank you for that. Uh, if you want to send us something, funniest thing, PO Box thirteen twelve, Culver City, California nine zero two three two. We got a beautiful postcard from Lois Conklin. She makes these herself, and um, she's a metaphysician. You all know her by now. Hi, Daryl and Ed. You may not always see the results of your kindness, but every bit of positive energy you contribute to the world makes it a better place for all of us. And that's from Unity WV. I'm not sure what that is. That's about. right. No interaction is insignificant. Yeah, another postcard for my two inspiration builders who bring weekly ideas. Um, so grateful for you. Love, Lois Conklin. Okay, and then, oh, to live by. Weekly ideas to live by. Thank you, Lois. Then we got one from Kirky. It looks like it's me, and it's Daryl with, like, a little dog. Daryl's a little dog, and I'm telling him, get down, you bastard. And uh, <laughs> if you go on YouTube, you can see all the action. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed. Great news, guys. Life is consciousness flowing through forms, but never restricted by forms. Therefore, the situations in my world cannot restrict me for long. The instant I think a new thought, a new form begins to appear. Yes! Every static condition in my life must be the result of my failure to think new thoughts. I now dedicate myself to self. Does this say? No, to spiritual flexibility. I dedicate myself to spiritual flexibility. And that's from Ernest Holmes. That is the truth. 
Spirit, spiritual and mental flexibility, a willingness to yes. constantly rethink about how we're doing things and what we believe to be true. Well, this I just got to end this segment with, this really brings us full circle to the original statement by Jesus. Which was? Apartment. Well, because you know, it was a long, long time yes. ago. So over years, it got translated yeah. into contemporary English, but it... I mean, these lessons are so prehistoric. What Jesus really said was, you want to do it with me? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yabba dabba do! I make all things new! Ah, coming up next, Soulful Sammy Smith motivates us to accentuate the positive with today's reading from Joyce Kramer. Choose. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Live from Chobo Studio. <laughs> We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back. We're making all things new with our guest today, Sammy Smith. But I think Ed has a little something he wants to share. Yeah, Sammy, by the way, we're so happy you're here, man. How are you doing today? All right. Look at this, Sammy. If you're on YouTube, you can see a giant box that Mark Hicks, the founder of Truth Unity, friend of the podcast, TruthUnity.net. If you're looking for spiritual information, history, readings, videos, all for free, go to TruthUnity.net. Yes, and we're speaking at the Fillmore what? Bible Gathering? The the first ever Fillmore Bible, Metaphysical Bible Society Gathering. Okay, and uh, there's a link on TruthUnity.net if you want to attend. It's November 3rd and 4th, I believe. No, Friday, no, Saturday? No, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day thing, and there's a t- we're going to do a tour of Unity Village. We're, we're going to be fly music. In, uh, we're flying in Thursday night. We'll be speaking. Uh, Daryl's speaking uh, Saturday morning, and I'll speak Saturday afternoon. Um, so anyway, Mark Hicks panicked when he figured out that he, who he had asked to speak, and he sent us a huge box of books. Bible uh, study course. He sent us. He's like, oh, these knuckleheads. We better. I better send him my book too, just to get him up to Credo speed. Credo of a Metaphysical Christian. This is a great book by Mark Hicks. Credo of a Metaphysical Christian. He sent us Fishers of Men from 1928 by Glenn Clark. He sent us God a Present Help by H. Emily Cady. That's a good one. This is a great book. These uh, are old. Yeah. For, like from last century, the beginning of last century, or the late 1800s, and these books, man, they just boom, boom, boom. You could read any page, any paragraph, and you get an instant affirmative yeah. kick upstairs. He, he said there's a great Bible that has metaphysical uh, translations of everything. Yes. Um, the truth is, we he asked everyone speaking there if they wanted to receive this box, uh, and we thank you, Mark, for sending it to us. But if you want to join us out there, we will be studying. We will be staying in the beautiful Unity Hotel over there on the Unity Village yeah. on the grounds, and then we're going to be speaking on Saturday. And we're going to be hanging out and eating delicious barbecue. Yes. Now I just want to let you know. Go to the website. We're going. Indy's going to have it in the YouTube link, so you'll see it. We can uh, put it in the podcast link also. We'll put it in the podcast link, so you'll check it out. 
And it's only $99 for all three days. Includes everything. But um, the hotel is right on Unity Village. We recommend you stay there. It's actually the best deal in like town. $134 a night if yeah. you're going to attend this conference. Yeah. Two queen beds. And it's a four-star hotel. Great. It's it's great. Yeah, and we'll be there. They're providing food yeah. and such. So, um, yeah, so we're super excited about that. Um, I just want to send a shout-out also to Sue Hodgson, who sends us a daily email. And she sent us a great quote from Marianne Williamson that goes with the show. Because a lot of this really is surrendering the part of me that has been basically making my, like generating yeah, these, yes. these conditions that are troubling me and recognizing, okay, the only if the only place this exists in my brain, in my mind, and if I can, if I let go of this, then God will, I'll just, I'll reharmonize with this, yes, this heaven instantly. on earth. Yeah. So she sent this quote from Marian Williamson that said, in surrendering a situation to God, we're asking him to give us new thoughts and feelings about it. We're asking his help in de-emphasizing things that don't ultimately matter and focusing on what does. That's the thing. We focus on things that don't even matter, but I think they're life and death sometimes. We are asking his thoughts to replace our own, that we, that, we, that we be lifted by his spirit to a lighter consciousness and thus a lighter life. The spiritual life is one of mental discipline, which is what you're talking about, the effort Leonardo da Vinci talked about, in which we cleave to higher thought forms because we know they are the key to our happiness and peace. Only in truth do we find a context for life that makes sense of our existence. It's funny that as humans, we could, we even have to say that only in the truth do we find, it's like, you would think that's where we would look first. Uh, only in the truth do we find a context for life that makes sense of our experience, existence. And I want to say too, when I went, the, the, the thing about asking for me, the thing about asking again is like mom or dad or, is already there, the teacher, they want to help us. This is not a begging. This is just asking, meaning opening up to receive what is already being offered. That's well, what I look at. Well, you as. know what? I changed the word lately. Mm. Invite. Invite. I'm inviting yeah. it in. Yeah. That's because I don't need to. It's just all I got to do is say, hey, could you come in here? Oh, yeah, of course. I've been waiting for you to ask me yeah. to come in. It's like when Indy goes to, what's the, um, Olive Garden, and they offer free breadsticks. It's like all he has to do is say, yes, please, I'll have those. Right? <laughs> God is offering us those breadsticks. Well, one last thing, <laughs> what? Ed. I can't hear you, Indy. What? It's not. Okay. What? I forgot. We were supposed to bring mugs today. Oh, yeah, Sammy, we've been doing something called mug shots. Now, it looked, it, is, right. did Rod Schweitzer bring the coffee? Yes, Rod Schweitzer, thank, you, Rod thank Schweitzer. you for the coffee. And I had a mug in here, but it looks like Gidget, my Australian stumpy tail. Yeah. Look what she put in here. That little devil. Do you see what that says? I prefer is dogs it? over people. Oh, my God. Gidget. I had a different mug in my bag, you sneaky little mutt. And I got my be kind. Be, be kind, which is my one of my students, Ruben, gave me this as a gift last year. So thank you. Plus, we were drinking our soda water out of Chobo mugs. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, we didn't even thank uh, Jeff Comfort out there in Kansas City. Hopefully, we're going to see him while we're there. Because each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Now, the moment you've oh, wait, been waiting Indy, for. man? Thank you, Indy. Hey, it works now. Yeah, great. Doing great. Y'all love you. <laughs> All right. We love you too, man. 
All right, Sammy, Sammy, you've you've been so patient with us. Thank yes. you so much. Look at that smile. Oh, sure thing, Ed. How are yes, you enjoying sir. the show so far? What do you what's on your mind? What do you want to share right off the bat? Well, first off, I would say I, I appreciate the fact that you guys are bringing these principles into your daily life. It's not just a theory. You are really working with them, and, I, and that's what it's what it's all about. I when you brought up the Mark Hicks that cardboard box, I thought you were going to pull this out. Yeah, we have that too. Oh, That's yes. in there. I was going to match you. Yes. <laughs> the um, Fillmore Study Bible is yes. unbelievable what he's done. It's incredible. Yes. Uh, so Mark Hicks, I've said for years, he does more for unity than unity. Than yes. Unity. Yeah. Uh, and the website truthunity.net is just filled with treasures from the past. But the verse uh, um, that you mentioned earlier, this is Second Corinthians five seventeen, and you know, and this is just an absolute treasure all yeah. through here. He's got uh, commentary on the different verses taken from Unity publications over the years, Charles Fillmore and other and other people. But uh, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, you know, I'm going to give this the King Sammy translation, so I'll alter it slightly. But if anyone is in Christ, that person is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm. And that is so powerful because I think most people are walking around the world acting as if God didn't exist and they have no power in anything and life is just happening to them. But we know that God does exist. And this verse right here in Second Corinthians says, if you're in Christ, if you're in the presence, then all things are, are new. And uh and it comes down to the word that you picked for today, Daryl, which is choose. You don't have to uh, live a life of uh, being annoyed or scared or stressed out every single day of your life. It's a matter of choice. And Joyce uh, Kramer, you were reading from the Joyce Kramer. Yes. Reading day. She, was, she was fantastic. She was a great unity minister ordained by Lowell Fillmore. Whoa. Uh, she got into Unity in the mid-60s. Uh, she first read a book by Donald Curtis before she ever heard of Unity, and then went to a Unity church and thought, wow, this is really resonating with me. So she had 50 years in the ministry, worked with some of the top people. Uh, uh, Eric Butterworth, she spoke at his church, and he spoke at hers. Uh, she was just really fantastic, but she, she had a little more toughness to her, some mental toughness that sometimes in the New Thought world, Unity world, uh, there's a little motion. It's like, oh, you poor thing, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. Joyce is more like, uh, you know, get a backbone. Quit whining. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. You, you, you have power. Use your power of choice. Yes. Uh, you're not uh, helpless. So I remember years ago, you know, I was a professional magician for a while. I still added a magic magazine, the linking ring for the International Brotherhood of Magicians, among other things that I do. But I was... I, I had done thousands of shows for children, but then I got booked at a conference. And so I was among my peers and I was supposed to perform. So I, you know, something about that, I was nervous. <laughs> you know, So I, I prayed about this, uh, Lord, you know, just give me the strength. So I get out on stage and I look out there, the, you know, the audience is darkened, the stage is illumined, it's bright. And I picked up a newspaper to do a trick where you tear it up and you put it back together. And I picked up this newspaper and I saw my hand start to shake. 
No, you don't want your hand shaking if you look at something with a newspaper. <laughs> uh, very loud uh, uh, broadcast of what you're feeling. And I, you know, I had prayed about this, but here I am shaking. And then it entered my mind. I don't have to be nervous. I don't have to shake. And I instantly quit shaking. And I did the trick. And afterwards, I thought, that's amazing. I just went from being nervous to not being nervous. It took one second. Wow. It was one thought. It was the power of choice. And of course, we all wish we did that every <laughs> every day of the week. But uh, and sometimes, yeah, you know, Joyce was um, she believed this a hundred percent. She believed in unity. Uh, we've kept the Joyce Kramer Library. It's a thousand unity and metaphysical books all through these books you see her notes and other i mean she really studied this and she wow. believed this so to, to the extent that if she saw ants in her house uh and uh, justin epstein who was eric butterworth's successor told this story but if she saw ants in her house she would say instead of getting the bug spray or or saying these ants this is terrible why are they doing it in my house she would go over to the ants and say now look you don't belong in this house you belong outside you are outside creatures so i want you to leave this house and then he, he said you know sure enough sometime later the ants were gone right <laughs> you, know, you give it whatever explanation you want but and she believed like emmett fox that uh, our consciousness affects the weather yeah and that the, you know the world consciousness and yes stuff. but and so she would Often, when I spoke to her on the phone, she'd say, "How's the weather?" And uh, oh, the weather here is great, <laughs> Reverend Kramer. Everything here is perfect. Yes, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, she, you know, she wasn't. And she was realistic. She understood that the things do happen. And I, I was thinking about the power of choice in regard to the weather. We live in. I live in Florida, so hurricanes have visited us from time to time, and. Uh, We've never had any problem here, really, to speak of uh, uh, no damage, but we're also not on the coast. But one of my graphic designers lived in uh, Bonita Springs uh, when a hurricane came through about five years ago. And the whole state was buckling down and people are like, you know, and you're watching TV, listening to the radio, and there's all this uh, fear going in it. Of course, you want to take legitimate precautions, but it just gets, you know, to a white heat right. point. So the hurricane passed through Florida. We didn't have any problem, but I knew the area where my friend Tony lived had been uh, hit hard, direct hit. But a person could say, oh, well, my place has been destroyed. And he calls. He says, well, uh, and we were under a deadline uh, for a magazine. He's like, well, there's four feet of water in my house, uh, but, but give me 24 hours and I'll be back to work. So sure enough, the next day, he calls and I missed his call. He left a message. He says, I've got a place to stay. I have electricity. I have my laptop. I bought a scanner at Office Depot. So there, click, <laughs> and wow. he was back to work. He had a choice. Yes. He finished the magazine on time. Wow. Uh, you know, he dealt with the other things later, but 
he did not get bogged down into like oh this is so terrible so you just have you know god is real and if you are in christ if you are in god you know you read catherine potter she has this whole section on it came from charles Fillmore originally actually the name of jesus christ you just dwell on that name if you don't even know how to pray or what to affirm you just think about that name jesus christ and just think about that over and over and a sense of calm comes over yeah. you realize that there that god does exist and uh that you can be cared for so anyway I, but you had asked uh, about yes. this message are you ready for that to be read now I, I, before you read that i just want to add something because your story just <clears throat> brought something up this week Ed and I, every week we attend, you know, we mentioned Nancy Norman too when we got started. And every week she does a infinite prosperity workshop. And she just got back from Union Village. She was on a trip, the conference, they, or I guess whatever they did, whatever they the ministers. Of some sort. Yeah, yeah, with all the ministers. And um, she got back. So she let us know. At the, she looked great. And she let us know at the beginning of the workshop. She goes, well... You know, I came back, I had a great time, and once you know it, I got COVID. Yeah, this was via Zoom, by the via way. Via Zoom, yeah, via Zoom. She's in her house, we're in our homes anyway, because she's in Florida. And all of a sudden, there's several people going, oh, you're so brave, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like some, mm-hmm. So in my mind, they were thinking in my mind, oh, man, this is exactly what I do. Like, I have to do the affirmative or I get worse. And I would know showing up to this class via Zoom, by the end of it, even if it's a shorter class, I'm going to get a booster shot of spirit, of enthusiasm, of healthy hormones. It's going to boost my immune system. And I've known this forever. Just like the show. Last night, I for some reason, I had a splitting. I haven't had one of these headaches, Sammy, in years. But at around 1 o'clock, I got it, and I couldn't find any position that was comfortable. And I said, okay, I'm going to be up at 3. And I didn't grumble. I, didn't, I go, I'll do my routine. Um, Lori doesn't make a big deal of it. She knows, you know, okay, he probably has his headache because I don't make a big deal of it. I do my routine. I make some phone calls to people who live on your side of town, you know, because I'm in California and I know they're awake, you know, by four at seven over there. I write some postcards and I'm feeling better. And I also know by showing up to the show, Daryl, by the end of the show, you're not going to have an ounce of this headache. So after the class, I call Nancy Norman because I know. She thinks like we do, right? Yeah. Affirmative. So I go, Nancy, I just called because I know I already see you like next week doing this show, doing the call, yeah. and you're going to be totally fine. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, of course I am. And I said, I got to tell you, though, come on. Those people, when you said, you know, today might be sure because I wouldn't you know that I got COVID. They all go, oh, you're so brave. Ah, like, right. like Mama B style, right. like with Mike B. And I, she goes, oh, yeah. Some people, you know, she goes, they've been doing it for a long time, and it surprises me too. 
<laughs> but I, but I told her, I said, I knew exactly what, like, you knew by showing up to this, it's going to boost you. You know, just like your, your friend. I have a choice. Always have a choice. Am I going to try to do the effort? And that's the effort that Leonardo Vinci is talking about. Yeah. That God will, God sells us everything. And he didn't mean garbage. He meant, God, you will give me the intelligence. You will give me the materials. You will meet all my needs. And the only cost is my effort. And the effort he's talking about is the affirmative choice. The small effort it takes to move in that direction is going to create or it begins the, it sets in motion Yes. The yeah, actual the solution. Example. Yes. That's a great example of Nancy Norman. And she, I've heard her speak before and do a seminar, and she's great. Yeah, she lives uh, it too, but, which uh, gets me. It, and then when we talk to each other about it, like now with you and Ed, mm-hmm. and when I talk with her, because we all actually experiment with this stuff in our real life. Right. And right. we get the results. And then when we talk to each other about it, we're like, ooh, yeah, ooh, and even, and then we feel so good after talking about it, more good things happen because we're into that, we're, we're in that yeah. frequency. That's very true. And that was recently, in the last week, one of Joyce's daily blessing messages said, quit thinking, quit dramatizing yeah. yes. present or past illnesses and the illnesses of other people. Just stop yes right and, and she was like that too i you know she could have i knew her when she's in her 90s uh well i met her in 2017 you know i was under contract with unity to write for daily word in 2015 and 16 i met joyce in 2017 uh, she'd had some health challenges and uh she said i i'm, I'm working on my healing i said what what do you need healed she's well i don't walk as well as i would like to that's the only thing she do. She didn't say, oh, I've got to walk, or I'm pulling myself upstairs with a you know, rail. She said, you know, I don't walk as well as I'd like to. So she could have a week where, she, you know, she fell down, fell down, went to the emergency room, her blood pressure skyrocketed, all sorts of things happened. She gets home, I call her and say, well, how have you been? Well, it's been an interesting week. Yes! <laughs> that was, you know, that was all she'd say, you know, there's no, yeah. no dramatizing. She's moving on. She's, well, okay, so I scratched my leg. It's getting better. She said, it'll be better tomorrow. I love mm-hmm. that. I want to be around people like that all the time. Yep. Yeah, very, yep. it's very encouraging. And, uh, you know, there's a group of people that she attracted that we're still working with uh, Joyce Kramer Ministries. By the way, JoyceKramerMinistries.com is where this, you can sign up for this daily blessing. But her friend, uh, Albert Lewis, of many years, a great guy, just a very dynamic uh, person. If you ever need somebody to open in prayer, call on Albert and his wife, Patricia, Barbara Higgins. Um, of course, Joyce's daughter and son-in-law, Carolyn and Jim, fantastic. Kathy Schuler. I'm going to leave people out, but Joyce attracted these people who were all very positive and were totally dedicated to helping move her work forward. And uh, it's very inspiring. But you're right. You you start talking about it and you find people that you can connect with 
who understand and who believe this. And then even though you do believe it, it something works, you, you have to say, hey, look, look what happened. It's yes. Actually, it's right. still working today. It worked yesterday, but look, it's working. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. great. It's amazing every time. It's amazing every time. Well, we should read. You definitely read that because I also want to listen to what Sammy's going to read is you could sign up to receive these messages at JoyceKramerMinistries.com. And I recommend it. Ed, I know we Ours, both, yeah, we both love, love these because these mm-hmm. are like these are like good old fashioned Emmett Fox style kick you upstairs. Yeah. It's like my go to <laughs> one out of because you know I receive a bunch of these now from different, but I go right to hers. And here we go. You're going to read one now. Yeah, very good. All right, thank you. Uh, the affirmation. Well, the it's, you choose your thoughts. Choose is the word. I take charge of my thoughts, and I dwell only on that which is true and good. There's one area of your life where you are undisputedly the boss. You are in charge of your own thinking process. Mm. No one can make you think anything you do not want to think. You have the total power to choose. What are you living with in your thought life? Many people dwell on regrets and resentments of years past. They keep these old grievances alive by thinking about them. You don't need to live this way. Learn to take conscious charge of your thoughts. Think of those things that are good and true and relevant to your everyday life and experiences. If you seek to become conscious of the activity of of God in your life today, then base your thoughts on this understanding. God works in your life as a dynamic power for good let your thoughts center around these ideas and you will be uplifted blessed and successful and the bible verses uh, joshua 24 15 choose this day whom you will serve yes wow that's perfect for the and show. you know i like how florence scoville shin drives that Bible verse home by saying, choose this day who you will serve, fear or faith? What's it going to be? Just like my note from the beginning of the show. Am I going to let fear, am I going to continue what I I wrote it down? Am Am I hiding and allowing my fears to control my life? Yep. Kirky gave us a quote from Neville Goddard, which I just happened to find in this book right now from last we read it last week, but it goes along with this because a lot of times the people who wanna sing those like uh pity songs call themselves like realists and things. Oh, yeah. and Neville Goddard said the whole vast world is all imagination. Our realists think they are nearer to the truth, yet they do not realize that they are dictating nothing more than their imagination. They laugh at those who are mystically inclined, but may I tell you, leave them alone and go your own way in confidence that what you are imagining you already have, you will become. That what you're imagining you already are. This is really good. This is a really great week for me because, yeah, the things that my mind is doing in in the wake of of another week and just like... just know, of, of teaching in this public school and the way it's managed and everything and noticing like what my mind really wants to cling to and feel kind of pity for myself or whatever blame someone else about it's like i've been calling it i i, I was i had one day where you know i woke up and my, I was just like, 
uh, I don't know if I can even get up to do the morning routine. Thank God I, you know, it's so, I, it's so habit. I just kept taking a step at a time. And then I just started saying, today I, am, I started singing some song to myself about, today I am mental, emptying my mental dumpster. Uh, my mental dumpster. I just yes. letting all that crap out, letting it out. And I was laughing and I even told people that I was like, so instead of me going in and talking to a teacher and go either avoiding talking to the teacher because I didn't want to go in there as a victim or going, you know how it is. I'm suffering, you know, like suffering because all the stress. I was just like, hey, guys, how you doing? And they're like, yeah, you know. And I said, yep, I'm emptying my mental dumpster, too. And then that gave me the like <laughs> that gave me the inspiration to then have the conversations yeah. about students that I wanted to have. And this is just such a good reminder to keep emptying. The mental dumpster, let it up, let it out, because it does come up, and we do have to let it out, and we can, I'm loving connecting with the spirit of Joyce right now, because I, I, I feel like I need a little bit of a kick in the, in the behind right now, just in terms of the creativity part of life, and, and the like, going out on a, a limb a little, you know, just enough to meet God there, and take flight, you know, like, I woke up last night, Oh, I had it. I told you I had I've been telling my my vibes, my intuition, my spirit. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm sorry. Like I wasn't listening fully in the past. I'm listening now. Even if I do take care of this or that, I'm still listening. I'm not ignoring you. This doesn't mean we're stuck here. And I've been talking. My dreams were feeling so crappy. So I was just like, come on. Like, I want to hear from you in my dreams. And and I had a dream that I had uh, in the at the end of the dream. It was like I had this realization. You need to record a new record. And uh, it had two meanings. One, I love creating music. It's just something that comes natural to me. It's fun. And I haven't been doing creating original music in a while. So I knew, like, because it was a part of the dream. Like, I knew it was about that. But then Daryl pointed out, actually, it was actually in that book. I was just told yeah. Just the just the day before, Ed read this to me. And I don't know if I can even find oh. it right now. But um, it was in this book where uh, called... God, a present help by H. Emily Cady, in which she's describing how Jesus said, "Get behind me, Satan." Um, and one of the times was when Peter was like talking doubtfully or something. Uh, I don't know. Like, Get behind me, Satan. So you know, it's talking about how Satan is really these adverse er thoughts. Yeah, that, error thought, error, yeah, error thinking that that questions the the truth of these principles of love and ever increasing yes. good that God is. So, but she said back in, in that time when that book was written, it was similar to people listening to Victrola Records. Today. That, that, at Which, that time. And yeah, 1928, I yeah. mean, like about, or not, I'm not sure what year that book was written. But what, but what she was talking about was how in that day, people would listen to cynical records and records <sighs> of um, doubt and fear, you know, and she was saying we got to like get rid of those records. Yeah, smash those records. Of the thoughts of these adverse thoughts in our head. So when I had that dream, Daryl, you pointed out that it also was, because it was record, it wasn't an album, it was like in the dream, very specifically, after I read that it was, you got to record, you just got to record record. a new record. And part of me like was, because I heard these three, like two bands, bunch of like young guys going like, and I knew that they had just recorded records and they were going to go play them. And I was like, part of it was, I know it's kind of like you said about Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, do I really want to start a project again? But this was a little nudge. Like, yes, yeah. it's worth it. But the other part is, come on, Ed. 
Like Kathy Norman yeah. said recently, can't, this is just lazy thinking. Yes. Feeling victimized by your past thoughts. You got to like, you. I need a little more Joyce Kramer. Like, come on, Ed. Record a new record. Record a new record, for Christ's sake. Stop, you know, like, stop. Oh. So I'm glad Joyce's spirit is speaking to me right well, now. Well, you know, it's funny. The, the and you know what? The analogy is great. The, this is yeah, being a realist. My favorite quote, I looked it up because we have a listener, Sammy Smith, Rhonda Barnes. Wait, wait. If I don't get these quotes right. Oh, we have a listener, who will, Ron, yeah. Rhonda Barnes. All right, Sam, and Sammy okay. knows. So I got to make sure I get my quotes right because she'll go, oh, actually, that quote was by Herman yeah. Melville. We love you, Rhonda. <laughs> so let's, hopefully Daryl's going to get this right. Yeah, so here it is. I love this quote. I've loved it for years. It's, you are not a realist. Unless you believe in miracles, Anwar um, Sadat said that, mm. and he was not the, a realist. Unless. unless you believe in miracles, yes, you are not a realist. Unless you, those people that are going like I used to, oh, man, figures. See, this is what it's like, man. I wasn't a realist, right? That's why I was miserable. I was living it like I was. What do you call it? I was living a delusion. <laughs> That's why I was miserable. Yeah. If I want to be a realist, I got to believe in miracles and possibilities and opportunities. And I've never met a, a I've never met a successful pessimist. No. I've never met a confident pessimist. I was a pessimist. I had no confidence. Dude. But I yes. met but I've met I've I've never met an unhappy optimist. Yeah, correct. Or an unsuccessful well, that's one. That's right. That, if, I mean, if they're truly optimistic. Because they're believing in faith. Ed, what'd you just do? <laughs> I'm getting so excited by all this. Um, <laughs> Ed's chair just went whoop, down to the lowest Wait. setting. Yeah. You know, this is great well, if you, because... If you walk up, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you to um, share your thoughts first anyway. Get yeah, I'm just going to say what up. you're saying. If you, if you, you know, sometimes you get into this state where you're like, you know, angry or fearful or depressed. Uh, there's no way I can get all this done. You know, whatever you're dealing with, I'll sometimes do your mental dumpster thing. I'll say uh, everything unlike the nature of God. I now release. Yeah. I just let it flow out. Wow. But also, if you walk outside daytime or nighttime and you look around it kind of changes your state you know you're you've been stuck in your office feeling okay walk outside you look up and say wow like uh donald curtis one of his book chapter titles i think in your thoughts can change your life is the universe is a very big place yes <laughs> you yes walk out, you look around you're like this is yeah I, i'm a part of this you know, yes this is an amazing this is, you know, a miracle in a sense. You look at the creation, the sky, the way, uh, you know, the grass is green. If it's the daytime, flowers are blooming. This whole thing, how everything is working is just incredible. Or at night, uh, like Emerson's quote said, if, if the stars appeared only once in a thousand years, people would be out there going, wow, look, this is incredible. Look at this. They'd be gathering, you know, look at the stars. If that only happened every thousand years, right. it'd be some big event. He said... But every night come out these envoys of joy and light the universe with their admonishing smile, which says, hey, look. Yes. <laughs> this is a miracle, God's creation. You know, I got to recommend, like I said, I've been adding, 
at least a two minutes of me grabbing my coffee in the morning and walking into my backyard, walking to the front of my house, looking up and down the street, not walking past it on my way to push my way to get to work, but just taking that time, like you said, to connect with God in that way and to connect with this reality. Because it really is. When I get in that mental dumpster's full and I'm stressing, I'm like marching past God. And wondering where he right. is, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's oh, so true. I got a good one. Just recently, I heard this guy, I don't know where, you know, could have been on YouTube, could have been anywhere, folks. So I have no idea who the guy is, but he, he was talking to like two people at a desk like we are. Maybe it was mm. a podcast even. And he said, okay, guys, I'm going to just proposition this. If I, if you knew for a fact I was going to give you a million dollars today, no strings attached. Would it make your life any better? And everyone goes, yeah. All right, okay. Let's just say, how about 100% no strings attached? Let's just make it $2 million. $2 million, no strings attached as far as me giving you this money and you ever having to pay it back. Do you think that would make improve your life at all? Would it help eliminate a lot of the problems you have in your mind right now? And everyone goes, the guy goes, oh, yeah, of course. And he goes, well, there's only one thing. You don't get to wake up tomorrow. Mm. And everyone goes, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't that worth more than $2 million? Doesn't that idea alone reduce your thoughts about your problems right in that instant? I go, man, that's a great tool. Right, so good. And then there was this other one our friend Kirk sent us, Sammy. He said, how would you feel if I gave you $50,000 and the only catch was the person you least like in your life gets $100,000? How would you like that? Mm-hmm. And you go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Kirky responded, yeah, of course I love it because I could use $150,000. <laughs> like, in other words, he's uh, the person he least likes, likes as well as the one he likes yeah. himself. But when you think about it, you go, holy cow, I got a lot of resentment to get rid of. Because I could see it when I have, when people, when I read that the first time, I go, oh my God, I could feel a little bit of that envy. Even though I'm getting 50,000. Right. Well, wait a minute. You mean. Right, right. So and so is going to get a. Daryl, stop it. Yeah. So use these tool folks. It really. You laugh like an Australian. Like I, you're like a crazy, like this guy, D, this is a DJ Paul Fisher. I don't know. He's amazing. He was a pro surfer who just got into music and just like, boom. Uh, now he makes all his money touring and DJing, and he posts. I just watch his post because he laughs like a maniac. Like, yeah, I never quite caught that before. But you, you should wake up at three a.m. at the golden hour even more often. It looks good on you. Yeah, well, you know what? Don't worry about the world ending uh, today because it's already tomorrow in Australia. That's right. <laughs> you know, I got another example. I was, I have a student who was doing no homework. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that, but uh, his teacher was getting burned out because he does. Um, he's in this grade, but he's doing totally different work because he's not quite there. Right. Um, so she was just in that burned out place, so everything was feeling heavy, you know, understandable. But I wasn't in that place, so I called his mom 
that day. I think I told you this. I, I, had, I had to pee in a smoothie cup while driving. Like, uh, all this stuff was going on. So I'd call his mom, and I just got, we have a very trusting relationship. I got this inspired idea. I was like, tell him, do one line of homework and show it to me tomorrow. All I want is one That's line. That's the best thing one ever. Line. And so, and then I remember sometimes I'll take pictures of his stuff and send it to his mom when right. he works with me. So I said, do this. Send me a picture of it. And two hours later, I got a picture of four pages of yes. homework done. Yes. And he wanted to do more. Yes. It's dude, amazing. Dude. It's that inspired idea. Dude, and using, like, how I was tricked into reading these books was my friend Mike Dugan said, can you read two pages a night? Yeah. Because I, I was like, oh, I got to read this stuff. Like, you know, I got problems. Yeah. Like, I didn't quite get that <laughs> by reading this stuff, my mind would change and my problems would evaporate, folks. But he said two pages. If he said, read this chapter and we'll talk about it at the end of the week, I would have done it. But he said, can you read two pages? I said, yeah. And what would happen was I'd start reading. I only have two pages to read before. Yeah. I but then I start reading this stuff. I get excited. And I would read four pages. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Well, Set the bar low. Well, I'll tell you why it works, too. And this is why I, I do like six minutes of warm up my body in the morning. because. And I was thinking about why does it work? I'm like in the best shape. I'll do a little bit of push. I mean, I'm talking about like nine push-ups. I'll right. do like this and that. I'll add like 45 seconds. Of, because once the subconscious mind accepts, I exercise, I read. Yes. Instead of I don't do that. Once the subconscious, even if it's only five minutes or two minutes or one line, once the most powerful creative force you got going, that subconscious mind accepts that's something I do rather than that's something I run away from, the whole thing changes. changes. Just like it, it, just like that, and the other last thing as we're getting close to wrapping up because this has been so healing for me. So thank you, Sammy, and thank you to Joyce as well for being with us in spirit. Um, I realized I've been getting down that like why doesn't the leadership but the district that and I realized I am the leadership. Yeah, like I'm not waiting for anyone else because some leadership came in and judged something i told you about yeah. this that was going on had no idea what was going on no one asked me and said that can't happen it was just <sighs> that that person can't be doing a crossword puzzle while they're working but they don't know why that person's doing it. like right. they don't understand and so i started it was digging into that yeah. like, there's a lot of that you know like it's easy to get cynical but i just realized like i'm that leader I don't care what anyone else is doing. I am, am that leader that walks by faith. And I'm seeing all these miracles. Like that kid I just yes. told you about doing that work. And that's where I got to just keep putting my focus, keep living in heaven, and just see where that leads. Yes. Because it can't let, it and will it, not well, let me down. And the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. The results are proving that the methods you're employing are having a positive mm -hmm. ef effective um what did i say um ripple effect uh, well or demonstration demonstration yeah with the students with the faculty so yeah and that one parent that's been treating i'm hearing joyce in my mind going dude just let that go stop yes. giving her your attention yes it's not gonna harm you stop it's not even about her. It's that old little dragon in my brain that I've come up that I, uh, that I believe can I harm did, me. Yes. It cannot harm me. 
I'm an expression of God. I'm, a, I'm God is expressing through me as me and as that person. Just keep imagining me tickling that person and laughing and just moving forward. Shake that little dragon's paw. Yeah, word. or swirl, <laughs> swirl it around its <laughs> by its so tail. True, what you're and saying about the uh, your subconscious mind is yeah. that uh, you know you 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 feel yourself as a person who exercises, like you say, it's five minutes. Yeah. Uh, you, you can feel yourself as a person with emotional intelligence. I am that kind of person. I just, if I feel like blowing up, I'm going to wait a few minutes. Yeah. I just let it simmer down. That's what I do. That's that's my way of dealing with things. That so you're you're going to respond if you think you're that kind of a person. That's so that's true. The kind of person you're going to be, and the walking uh, exercise. You know, I'm a person who reads these these book books. You know, you could take the uh, Lao Tzu. Uh, Chinese proverb, modernize it, say the journey of my 10,000 steps begins with one step. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every day, just take a step. Well, okay, then I might as well take another one. Yeah. That's beautiful. Pretty, yes. soon, yeah, pretty soon, you you know, you're doing it. So that's a great so, example. Yeah. Given. What you were saying is so key because the fear that often comes up for me is I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to do it. But it, I got to remind that part of me, but I'm not that. I am someone who yeah. responds lovingly. I am someone who right. reads the yes. stuff. I am someone who can be trusted. Because there's this other part of me that keeps going, let God handle this one situation and watch how it transforms yes. for the better. And so I just got to remind myself, no, I'm up for that. I can do that. And in the meanwhile, I just live and enjoy life and yes. not sit there and, ah, I wonder, you know, ring, ah, I wonder if it's going to work. No. I'm the type of person who can enjoy the ride and yes. laugh along and, and, and just be tickled by the way God works this whole thing out. All right, Sammy, anything else before we uh, wrap up? We got a quick story for you. Hey, and just a big uh, thank you to both of you and uh, oh. for having me back in your show. It's great to see you both again. You're doing great. Oh, my God. Both look alive, alert, awake, joyous, and enthusiastic about life, which I fully expected. So. Yes. Thank you again for the opportunity. Your smiling eyes have made our day yes. and um, blessed our <laughs> listeners and watchers. So thank you for that. Um, if you happen to make it out to Unity Village, let us know if you're going to be there for the All right, the, perfect. The film. That, I didn't realize that Mark Hicks created that Bible, that book. Yes. That. That's yeah, yeah, team. He put together the Fillmore Bible Society and a team of people went through all this literature and they're They've got the whole New Testament done now, working That's the Old a, Testament. He's actually doing, actually, what the film wars yeah. were doing, getting this information mm -hmm. out yeah. to anyone who wants it, because knowing when the people who want it have the ability to take it, that's going to change the world. That's incredible. Yeah, so we're grateful for Mark Hicks and the work he's doing. Um, and you so, can come see and meet Mark Hicks along with Daryl and Ed. Yeah. This November, yep. first weekend in November yep, at yep, yep. November Unity 3rd, Village, fourth and fifth. If you live, yeah, if you live in the area, we'll we'll even enjoy if you just did a drive by and came yeah. and visited. Have a meal with Daryl and Ed. Stephen Tom Thorpe is going to join us as That's well. That's right. And the real, not the real, the the namesake, the spiritual father of Stephen Tom Thorpe, Tom Thorpe, might meet us as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, Reverend Tom Thorpe. He's amazing. So listen to this, Sammy. We, we dug this one up. Um, we heard this. Well, we were there, so that was another thing. A while back, Daryl and Ed ran into Sammy at Unity Village. He was looking rather sad. We asked him, what's wrong? And he replied, oh, last night my girlfriend told me I was acting like a clown. We pat him on the back. We said, sorry to hear that, Sammy. Sammy shrugged. 
Yeah. So I stopped juggling and almost fell off my unicycle. <laughs> <His girlfriend. laughs> uh, well, actually, my my wife told me to quit acting like a flamingo. <laughs> I really had to put my foot down this. <laughs> we should have called you about the joke in the first place. Hey, uh, Indy, you want to take off those headphones? Come on in the studio. For sure, of course. We're going to sing ourselves out. Do you remember the name of this? Sage, yeah, this well, the song. No, we know, know that oh, we know the song. Let's see who who did. Oh, yeah, Steppenwolf. How could we forget? Stepping, Speaking of put, put your foot down, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, are you ready? Yes, yet? I like, like to, to, to dream, dream yeah. yeah. Wrap between the sound machine. <laughs> On a cloud of sound, I drift the night. And the bass, it goes all right. Goes here, flies near. <laughs> away from here. Well, you don't know what we can find. Why don't you come with me, little girl? On a magic carpet ride. Well, you don't know what. We can see. Why don't you tell your dreams to me? Fantasy will set you free. Visit DarylAndEd.com. We love you. JoyceKramerMinistry.com. For easy links to everything we do. And thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Close your eyes, girl. Look inside, girl. Let the sound take you away. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Five hundred dollars. Really? See, two hundred dollars for you. One hundred dollars for you. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Are you serious? Yeah, I'll give you When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away ten percent of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.